please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. 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 Good morning. I'm sorry I'm about two minutes late, 
But uh, it was uh, getting some coffee. Amen. Good morning to you. What a joy to see you this morning wherever you are in the world. And let you know that Jesus loves you. I've got a mouthful this morning. I woke up real early today and uh, yesterday during the weekend and preparing this morning because it's about uh, John chapter 11. has to do, now a certain man, John chapter 11 verse 1. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus. God bless this morning. Speak to us and to those that are hearing me now. Fill them with your Holy Spirit, God. Bless them abundantly. And give them insights this morning that will change what they're thinking about this Scripture and see it in a total different view. In Jesus' name. Amen. The town of Mary and her sister Martha Bethany. You know, you go up the Mount of Olives and you turn, and that's Bethany. And also, it's a corridor from Jericho because they come that way, you know, from straight from Jericho all the way to Bethany, and then you come into Jerusalem that way. It's a the bus tour goes another way, but that's the straight shot. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. You're talking about the Mary who took the alabaster oil and anointed the feet of Jesus in, with, with her hair. You, you remember that? Wiped his feet with her hair. Oh, Lord. Therefore, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So verse 1 and 2 is identifying who we're talking to. It's the real Mary, Sister Martha, and... Of course, Jesus, Lazarus. Therefore, his sister said unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. So the sister sent somebody, I don't know who went, but someone went up to where Jesus was and told him, the one you love is sick, Lazarus from Bethany. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death. But the, for the glory of God, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister in Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. God bless this word in Jesus' name. Now let's get to it real quick. Now he's from the area called Bethany. Now Bethany means the house of suffering. The house of suffering. And I told you it's the same route. Remember before the, uh, the triumphal entrance, the people came through Bethany uh, out of Jericho. And so... Uh, they went also to see John the Baptist that way. You know, you come out of uh, you come out of uh, Jerusalem, that old Jerusalem, and you go up the Mount of Olives, you know, 
On the top you have the Seven Arches Hotel. Remember that? And then you go over that, down Bethany, all the way down to Jericho. It's, a, it's the back way, but a better way because there's no mountains. Remember that from Jerusalem to Jericho, it was 17 miles. But it's treacherous miles. You're talking about uh, uh, mountains and wadis everywhere, you know. Wadis is when the mountain goes this way and, and, and this way down there. And then over here is the wadi, okay, underneath. The erosion of water on the mountain's path has a, a way. But it was treacherous. It was Good Samaritan was attacked came to help somebody that uh, the robbers almost killed him. Remember that? It's not a good, safe way to go to Jericho. But through Bethany, yes, a very good way. And so, uh, you remember, as you study this scripture, there are two things to remember. One, that Martha was the one that was busy in the kitchen, and Mary was the worshiper. So I think that will help for you to put that on the backyard of your head, and be able to sort of keep on thinking about that. Mary is identified by John as the woman who wiped his feet before the crucifixion. I already said that. Now, I don't know about you, but this made an impression on Matthew and, 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 and Mark. Because in Mark 4.9, uh, Mark, the oldest gospel, says this, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that uh, she told uh, as done shall be spoken uh, or told as a memorial to her. The same scripture in Matthew twenty six thirteen. So identical scripture, same verse. So that is sort of a. Uh, so that's sort of a. How do, how do I say? Uh, uh, made, made, made an impression on Mark and Matthew that this shall be told in the years to come as a memorial, as a memorial uh, to her. And so, and so Mary becomes the focal point of this scripture because she did something unusual. Expensive alabaster oil on the feet of Jesus and her long hair she used to wipe her his feet. It's just a, an event that you won't you won't ever forget. Amen. Now Jesus referred to here in very kind words in John twelve seven said Jesus about Mary again. Leave her alone. Telling the disciples. <laughs> leave her alone. What you guys are doing here? Leave, leave Mary alone. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. So really, in the mind of, uh, of Mary, she saved the oil for... Now, that's just a very, very, very... She didn't know Jesus was going to be crucified. She probably had an idea, and I thought about it. But the Spirit of Mary understood something very, very special. 
I can't use this oil for nothing because there's something this oil is going to be used that I don't know what it is, but I'm going to keep it. Don't, don't you know people that have that type of, uh, uh, of, uh, of spiritual presence? They just know in their knowing that there's something God is doing. I do that all the time. I just keep on thinking about certain things and about uh, how things develop, and, and I keep on waiting. And, and uh, you know, uh, we have a new worker in Brazil called Felipe. Very gifted young man. Gifted to say the least. The guy is loaded. And a very humble and simple man from the assemblies of God. Well, he, he, uh, I saw him in church three times. And I was bothered about that young man. You know, what to say about him. As if the Holy Spirit is saying, come on, go, 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 touch him, touch him, talk to him. And I wouldn't do it. So the third time, in three years, I finally said, I want to talk to you. Come here. I mean, I was, I was kind of bothered about it. Took him back to the church with a pastor. Found out he was a, 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 a retired from the Navy at 30 years old with gifts that fitted what we needed at the mission in terms of supporting Kathy in her ministry. And the, uh, Kathy, Kathy Fallon is our missionary there, but she needs people that know how to do different things, know how to repair things, climb ladders and, and fix things. And, uh, and, and suddenly, uh, this young man is just an organizer in the office in a way. I saw his uh, office files. I couldn't believe it. That she does, he is better than we do, would you say? He is just better than we do in Athens, in our office. And so, now that premonition, that idea, that thought... Is, is, is one of the most beautiful things about the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. And you've got to recognize it. People say, how do you recognize the prophetic? That's the way. You begin with that type of thing. You've got these thoughts. You don't know what to do about it. And, you are, and God is trying to tell you something, but you don't know what it is and how you're going to do it. Verse 3, chapter, uh, chapter 11 says, the sisters were anxious for their brother. So they informed Jesus, send somebody. The one you love is, is sick. Now on 11.3, there's a word that impressed me. Uh, 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 it says, Lord, therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord. Now that bothered me because you only call Lord if you know Jesus as your Savior. And so, suddenly, uh, the word curious indicates total acceptance that Jesus would die in a few days. But they didn't know it. Now, it's not premonition. That is prophetic. The prophetic is a move of the Spirit of God inside of your mind that itches to tell you something, but it doesn't tell you. It's something that sort of uh, lives inside of you, but you don't know what it is. You know, I wish I could explain to the young people that I meet, what does that mean, you know. Because right now, all they think about is, is, is uh, Dr. Pepper. You know, and then after Dr. Pepper, they want to eat a hamburger, and then a movie, and then exercise. And following the Lord or seeking the Lord is sort of uh, in the back of their minds, 
but they have no idea what's going to happen. I remember when a, when a, a, a missionary called Kenneth Earl Traxler from Alachua, Florida, originally from Buffalo, New York, ordained to go to Brazil as a missionary to Brasilia, the capital. He called me as I uh, lived in the back room of his house outside a separate room close to the garage. And he presented me a beautiful guitar, electric guitar. Beautiful. When I touched the first of it and I did that, I knew there was something about that guitar. I didn't know, I didn't know what it was going to do in my life. I didn't know where, where it would be, uh, used or, or what. But you know, I ended up recording close to 10 CDs in, in Nashville provided by God by uh, a man called Bob Steele and Lindsey Williams, two people in Nashville, uh, 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 Tennessee, large studio, paid nothing, paid nothing, recorded everything free, and I never, nobody gave me a bill for, for ten times in a period of twenty years. And God used it to bring thousands to Christ. Still do. So what I'm saying to you is that you need to be close to the Holy Spirit in order to see what is it that He is warming up to get you to do in the future. Now, how do you get to that position? You simply be open to the prophetic. Understand first, God is going to do something. I can tell. Imagine five years or ten years from now, you, you drive to Atlanta, and there's a big old auditorium with 3,000 seats, and right there, you know, it says, uh, Matt Follick, head pastor. That'll be something, would it? That'll be something, you know. It could, it could be Jonathan Dunn, lead pastor. Missionary on the bottom, Kathy Fallon, to the nations. <laughs> Bible teacher, grandmother, Betty McKinney. Professora de Biblia. See, he had no idea that the oil that was being saved by Mary would one day be a blessing to Jesus. So speaking forth is essential. For three months now, I've been talking to you about the idea of speaking forth. Example, Mary saved the oil. Understand the prophetic. Understand this move underlining of the Holy Spirit in your daily walk, your daily ministry, your daily uh, contact with others. You know, I wish the businessmen would understand that. Because one of the problems with businessmen is how to avoid big mistakes. How to live a life that is financial, making the right decision every, every time. And, 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 and when you understand the work of the Holy Spirit, it, that, that's, that's the first thing it does. It, it keeps you from making mistakes. Him who you love is sick. So Jesus, at that very moment, prophesies. Now, I know you see that. 
But up to now, after three months of talking about prophesying, you know that this sickness is not unto death. The Greek here says this, He shall not fall prey to death. Meaning that many other sickness can lead to death, but this one or this one will not lead unto death. More statement that assures and imposes than a perhaps. It perhaps will, it perhaps will not. No, no. It's very clear. This one, this one, this one will not. Now that is saying to the illness, you have no power anymore. You will not do anymore what you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, you, this illness will not in no shape or form take a different form and steal the life of my brother. I speak into it by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Almighty God, I say to this illness, you have no authority, you have no righteousness. Now, let me say this. If I'm in a hospital and I'm about to die, that's the type of prayer that I need. I don't want somebody coming to my deathbed and say, God, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> I tell you, I'll take those tubes out of my mouth and give them a puff. <laughs> In his pastoral place. Honestly, what I'm saying to you is, is to the prophetic will teach you how to operate in areas that is necessary to have fruits. If if you are not interested, turn this channel off and just go about your way. You you don't need me. But if, if, if you are in the condition, in the situation of dealing with pain, sadness, death, like today, Father, in the name of Jesus. The end of verse 4, part B of verse 4, chapter 11 of John. It says, but for the glory of God. The same as John 9, 3, that the work of God shall be made manifested in him. You know, that was said about the, boy, the man who was born blind, remember? Who sinned, him or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus responded, not his parents, not him, but that the works of God may be displayed in him. The same idea, the same thing happened here to Lazarus. Are you with me? Those of you that are following us, have you got tired of me already? You're going to turn your computer off? <laughs> Don't do it. I got some more. So how, 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 how then you begin to understand the prophetic in terms of application? Well, you begin to follow the text to see who is calling out that which has not been explained or revealed in, in, in grab it. Mary anoints the feet of Jesus and dries up with her hair. Later on, Jesus, Lazarus, become friends. Two sisters. Notice that 
One, one act leads into another act. For instance, you go up to the hill, and, 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 and the, the, the uh, hills north of the area where we have a ministry in Brazil. You meet a lady out of her shack. You can say to her, Deus te abençoe, God bless you. Now the next time you see her, you watch her because she'll come to you instead of you going to her. That simply means that what you said to her is already being affected, if, if blessing her. Then you take your little bottle of oil and you say, I want to anoint you with oil in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Anoint this, this door that God will bless your home. Now you can go a little further. But if you don't have any forward movement, you just do one thing and you pass by all the time, you are actually not given the opportunity to prophesy. Prophesying increases the legs of faith to applicate, to, to produce, to feed, to minister the prophetic. Faith creates legs when the prophetic is present. So Lazarus becomes ill. Mary and Martha reach out to Jesus. Jesus speaks, This sickness is not unto death. Jesus, when hearing Lazarus' illness, remains there for two, two, two more days. You begin to see that all evolves upon a act. If it wasn't for the oil on Jesus' feet, that wouldn't be the resurrection of Lazarus. I don't know. But one act moves into other. You know, a guy called me from Texas. And he is in his deathbed. I, I prayed with him. And I called and prayed again. The first time he wouldn't say much. Now he's asking me questions. I'm not in the door yet, but I, I like to get in and sit down and have a chat and ask him, are you, are you afraid of death? Let's deal with that. But I can't. It's not really, the prophetic is not something that you, that you create in order to engage. The prophetic is something that anoints that which you do, led of the Spirit of God, instead of acts of ministry. Okay, you got that. Yes. So let me do a little notes over here. The process of development of the prophetic is vocal, which leads to faith. The process of development, how things begin, is vocal. It leads to faith, vocal. You say something first. If you confess with your mouth and believe within your heart, you'll be saved. You speak, you confess, you hear. Number two, the prophetic is a response to a need. The need was, Lazarus is sick. The need was, my feet is dirty. Mary, come in. Jesus didn't invite Mary. Mary moved in and, and sat close to Jesus where he was at lower and began to wash his feet with her hair. 
I don't know how you do it. I guess you put oil on the, on the, on the, on the hair, and then you use the oil to clean the feet. Now that's just very, very. You're talking about expensive oil. Matter of fact, when she opened the alabaster oil, the, the opening, the aroma filled the whole room. Everybody knew that there's something happening on the floor. This woman is cleaning the feet of Jesus with oil. Number three, the Holy Spirit needs to be engaged into a problem. But we must confess and speak forth, notify, verbalize it. So when you sense that there's an act and there's something going on, then you move forward. Let me give an example. My father came into a house with me. My father in a motorcycle, me in the sidecar, me eight, eight years old. And he took me out, put him on the floor, and we walk into this little gate. Then we came into a little area uh, uh, where there were some chairs in front of the house. Uh, uh, and, and my father introduced and spoke him uh, to be Pastor Bonfim, Pastor Daniel Bonfim. I came to pray for this house. Okay, Right away, the man got out of the chair and invited him to come forth. And, uh, and he came forward. The next thing he did is to look at the room where they all were there and said, Turn the TV, please. Turn the TV off. It was a black and white TV. I remember there's a line kept on going up, up and down. And as soon as he did that, he reprimanded the dog to be quiet. And he began to pray for them within position of hands, gently touching their heads. Invite the men of the house to come and the men of the house kneel. When the men of the house kneeled, then I knew that my father was being successful. But first, my father had to stop the motorcycle, get out of the motorcycle, and walk in the house even though the dog is barking everywhere. So the prophetic only begins when you get out of the motorcycle. The prophetic begins when you somehow begin to move forward into a place where God can act and move. You've got to open, you've got, make, you've got to make the possibility. You create the space. Number four, intimacy with Jesus is required. Write this down. I can, I can, I can read it again. Number one, oh Lord, I hope I didn't mess up. Okay, number one, here we go. The process of development of the prophetic is vocal. Number two, is response to a need. Number three, the Holy Spirit must be engaged in the problem. Number four, intimacy with Jesus is required. If you don't have intimacy with Jesus, you won't be able to hear the inner voice. The result of all of this caused people to praise God, to reveal God's glory, Number two, personal assurance in believing. Verse 40, Jesus to Mary, Said I not unto you that if you believe, you should see the glory of God? On verse 40, chapter 11 of John, Jesus says to Mary, Said I not unto you that if you believe, you should see the glory of God? And she saw it. I hope that you're blessed this morning. Hope that you'll be here tomorrow at 9 o'clock all over the world. 
anywhere. If you are in China, God bless you. If you are uh, in Brazil, God bless you. If you are anywhere in the world today, God bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Visit www.laterrain.com for more teaching. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Visit www.laterrain.com for more teaching. See you next time.